Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio. Where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy. Starts. Now. Hey, this is Michael Grazade. You're listening to Buzzworthy Radio. And if you're not, you should be. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Nivelle J. Lee, coming to you right now. It is Wednesday, the last day of March, March 31st, 2010, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time right now. In just about 10 minutes' time, you guys are going to have the pleasure of being here. And you get to hear James Scott on this program. Yes, I had the pleasure of speaking with him. And I am so thrilled that you guys will be able to listen to this as well. Right now, though, we have Joanne joining us on the line. She's a colleague of mine, a friend of mine, who hosts her own show here on com called Stardish, Stardish Radio, who is going to be celebrating their two-year anniversary tomorrow with All My Children, David Canary, who has played the role of Adam Chandler slash Stuart Chandler since 1984. How are you? Hi, how are you? <clears throat> I'm doing just fine, dear. Congratulations on the two-year milestone. I'm so happy for you. Well, thank you. And just uh, to give a little background of those who don't know, if it wasn't for me listening to Buzzworthy Radio's show with Bradford Anderson, Back in November of 2007, um, there wouldn't be a Stardust Radio. So congratulations to you, and thank you to you. Well, thank you very much. I am so hyped up for your show tomorrow. Uh, Obviously, for those of you who are listening to the show right now, make sure you guys tune into that show tomorrow. Give Give a little plug before we get into our little soap discussion here. Give a little plug to where they can find you and everything on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Well, I'll tell you, it's blogtalkradio.com backslash Stardish. Um, there's stardishradio.net. And um, there's a fan page on uh, for Stardish on Facebook as well. Just Stardish, just, you know, do a Stardish Radio uh, search in Facebook uh, pages and you'll find the fan page where you can find um, any updated guests and uh, the calendar and stuff like that. But I have to say that I spoke to um, Maureen Canary, who is David's wife, just a little while ago, and she said he's very excited about oh, um He's very excited about it. He's never done a podcast before. He's done some AOL chats in the past, but that's where basically people, somebody was typing for him, and, you know, it, it's different yeah. when you're doing it um one-on-one, you know, and, and, and you actually get to talk to the people and not just typing in or whatever. And he's looking forward to talking with the fans. 
And um, it's, it's just going to be a fabulous show. I can't think of a better way to bring in Stardish's second year than with, uh, with David well Canary. As, as well as being able to pay respect to the gentleman who has played this oh, role God. for over 20 years. And, you know, he is leaving the show. He, he is... He's done down, filming. Um, he is he's, done filming. Okay. He's done filming. He's been back in Connecticut for the last two days. Um, she said it's been an emotional week for them, and uh, you know uh, they're just looking forward to um, moving on, I guess. And he, he's I, I can't wait to talk to him because he really doesn't know what to do with himself, you know, you know, without working. He's been working since the uh, late fifties. Early 60s, uh, he was on Bonanza. He was um, he was in Gunsmoke. He went. He was on the original primetime, first primetime soap, Pete in Place. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's been in a gazillion gazillion things, and just to have him come on, and for whatever time we have him for, to just talk about his experiences, and and really, not just to find more about him, but I really want the fans to pay homage to him and let him know how wonderful he is and how much he will be missed. You know, uh, he's been playing the, the dual role for 26 and a half years, and um, it's definitely going to be hard on him trying to move on from that, you know, uh, not having that role again. Absolutely. Now, what time is it supposed to air tomorrow? We're starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. And we're scheduled until 10 p.m., but if I feel that he may be a little tired or whatever, you know, we may end it a little bit early, but um, I'm going to do my best to try and stick it out with him for that two hours so everyone has an opportunity. So um, you can also, you know, send in questions via chat or, you know, you could go to stardishradio.net and send in your questions through the email address in there as well, and I can definitely get them on the air. Um, because I just want to make sure everybody has a fair shake at, um, uh, you know, paying uh, paying their respects to him, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so. We, we, we talked, we actually talked uh, last week, mm-hmm. and, you know, we had this huge, ginormous uh, soap discussion last week, and we pretty much, we're pretty much just sitting here going, like, what the hell is going on kind of yeah. thing, because... We were. We were. I mean, first off, we talked about One Night to Live. We talked about One Night to Live because that show mm-hmm. right now, we have absolutely no idea what's going on with this show. You're hearing, like, so many firings left and right and rumors of firings left and right. I mean, the, the Florencia Lozano rumor is, rumor is still high up there on the guard, especially now with uh, Nelson Branco's uh, soap just coming out on Monday saying that her storyline, she's going to wind up having a brain tumor. And oh. they're telling her that uh, Taya. Lisa Lozano? Oh, Jesus. That her character Taya is going to have a brain tumor, and they're saying that she only has like three months to live. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now the the rumors are still running rampant, saying that it's quite possible that she could still be axed and everything. I read I somewhere, though, that someone contacted a representative for her, and um, they said that she has no intention of leaving One Life to Live. So I don't know. You know, it, it may be one of those, like, see, I really hate when they give out all of those details because it, it really leaves lack of 
of imagine use of the imagination of what's going to happen. You know, I want to be surprised into what's going on, and it, it, it just for you to sit there and say, "Oh, well, Tay is going to have a tumor for three months." You know, she has three months to live, or whatever. Then it's like, all right, well, then why bother watching? You know, we know what's going to happen, so who cares? I really wish they would friggin' um, I, I put some kind of confidentiality clause in everybody's contract so they couldn't talk about it. <laughs> it would just make it more interesting. I'm sorry, you know. That's well, what I said. There's that, and of course, you know, the whole thing with uh, Brett Claywell, Scott Evans getting the boot. You know, it's just mm-hmm. been... Uh, Scott Clifton. Scott Clifton, who you're going to be having on on the 8th as well. Yeah. To talk about that exit. Let me tell you what. I went on Twitter this, <laughs> this past Monday. I was on a bitch fit. I went on I that saw- bitch fit on Monday. <laughs> I was so pissed when I saw that promo of him kidnapping Gigi. And I said, what the freak are you doing to this character in less than – you, you, like, did a complete and utter 180. I don't even think that was 180. That was a complete 360. Why yeah, are you going to make the character crazy in order to write them out? Are you, are you for real? It's, it's almost like they're, they're borrowing ideas from other soaps. You know, like, where's the originality to it all? So all of a sudden that we find out that that Skyler is Mitch's kid, so he goes berserk. That's what I said. I'm like, wait a minute. So you decided to make him Mitch's son, and then once you did that, now now you can make him act like an asshole. Can right, right. People have got holding them hostage and all that other stuff just to write them out. Are you are you for real? Why couldn't you just yeah. maybe send off having to deal with the fact that he is? Mitch's and Roxy's at the spawn of the devil or or, or the fact that uh, this child is actually fishes or, or, you know, like have him go through all this. He lost the woman that he was in love with, you know, have him go in and reevaluate his life instead of going ahead and just go ahead and kidnap someone and hold them at gunpoint. It's just, it doesn't, it just means that they cannot bring the character back to a point where, we will like him again. It just, it just, it just ruins the character profusely. I hate this. I hate that they did it with Aiden Devane when Aiden Turner was let go from All My Children. Uh, they did it with Blake yeah. Barris's character on Days of Our Lives when uh, the character of Nick was going off. I don't know. Man. Right. Just... No, let me just interject here for a second. Uh, in the chat room, they're saying it seems to be taped. We are not taped. We are live. James we are live. Uh, is taped. James we are live as can be. James Scott is taped. Um, uh, they're they're having a um, discussion about that in the chat room. Um, yeah, they asked. They did ask today if the interview with James is live or taped. Uh, it is not live. I did take this last week, and it is going to be airing in just about a couple more minutes. So I'm just putting that out there right now that it was it was indeed taped. It was indeed fate. Yeah, it's but. it's unfortunate sometimes uh, the actors don't have enough time to let the um to do the live ones where they're able to participate with the call in type shows. Um and in this case that that was uh James's deal. So um you know, maybe next time he'll have more time it- for for that. <laughs> Someone just yeah. said Blog Talk Radio would shut down if James's interview was live. 
you know Is that the truth, Ruth? I did think that. I, I thought that the switchboard, if it was done live as well, would completely utterly just crash my computer system. And uh and it's just funny. I really did think that not just that, um I also thought that when I had Crystal Chappelle on, I really did think that BTR was going to shut down for pizza because I never had that many calls in a show, yeah. let alone the fact that many people in the chat room at that one point when I right. had somebody on the show. I mean, she, I mean, she seriously surpassed Kelly Monica when Kelly Monica was on, and I thought that she right. was she was something. But right. lo and behold, uh, Crystal just overtrumped everybody on this program. And right. again, this interview was last minute, and we only had maybe about 15, 20 minutes that um, I was able to get in with him. And so I did it. I did it quick. I did it taped. And, you know, maybe next time, obviously, yeah. he did. He did. I will say this now. He did say he would love to come back to the show. So we will work out the details for that as well. So I, I did want to point that out there. He did want to come back. He does want to come back. So just. Uh, and, 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 you know, let me just tell your listeners, too, you know, what's really a good idea? If there are general questions about him as a person or about, well, really just about him as a person, things that you want to know, you can always email them to Navelle, and he can kind of keep a stockpile because these are questions that he can use in the future because, like he said, this was a very last-minute interview. So this way, if you have a question, just submit it, and then there's a chance that maybe your question will be one that gets answered just in case of another taped interview. And that goes for any guests, not just any? James Scott. You know, I oh, mean... You know, if, if there's an idea of a guest that you want to have on or whatever, just send them in and, and, and then they get worked on from there, you know. I did so. put my email in the chat room. I always save all my emails. I rarely do delete them out. So if you do send me stuff, it still will be sitting in my inbox. So yeah. the next time you ever have James on or the fact of when something comes up last minute where I'm going to have on another day's uh, cast member on the show, Mm-hmm. Just shoot me Absolutely. something. You guys all follow me on Twitter. Shoot me a tweet. Shoot me something. You know what I mean? So it's just like, just like, let me know, and we'll we'll get her done for you. Absolutely. Yeah. But, absolutely. Uh, and I know, absolutely. I know you're anxious to find out what James had to say in this interview. And I will be quite honest with you. When I did this, you have absolutely no idea how intimidating, how, how intimidated I was doing this interview with him, I have no idea why. I felt more intimidated by him than I did Eric Braden, and that says something. I right. love the guy that that was great. But I was so intimidated by him I, because he's just that good of an actor, in my humble opinion. That's why I felt like I was intimidated by this man. But it, it went very well, and I think everybody is going to be pleased with what he has to say. And... Definitely, there was only about two minutes of the audio that was missing when it got downloaded, and I will I will fill you in on what was said because it was just about only like two minutes that was gone. But yeah, definitely, definitely, stay tuned for this. We're gonna um, wrap up this segment here. Right, also, also in this segment, I don't know if many of you in our chat room are General Hospital fans, mm. but we did an interview with Maurice Bernard. Mm-hmm. Last month, we did an interview yeah. with him last month. I am re-airing that segment in this show because there's, there were probably some that haven't had a chance to hear it yet. So yeah, we're that was a last-minute one as well. 
Oh, that was that was just like what? That was that was overnighted to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was overnighted to me. So it was just like, oh, yeah. And so, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna re- be re-airing that one as well. So you guys, those that didn't get to um, didn't get to hear it, you'll have a, a chance to hear it tonight. And those that did hear, have a second chance to hear it. So well, you, Greta you have- t- Greta twenty two forty two said she don't care about General Hospital just days of our lives. But there may be You're others allowed. that do care. You're allowed. You are allowed. You are allowed to care about just whatever you want. Whatever you want. So this is for everybody else included in the show. That's, that's right. That's how we roll. We don't single exactly. out just one person. We we do we do everyone. So that's how we roll mm-hmm. here on this. Just saying. And uh, if you missed true. our Monday show our, with Victoria Rao, you better download that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you what. That was scandalous. Scandalous, so delicious is how I would describe it. Thanks, Victoria Rell. That was Thanks. great. You gotta, you gotta tune into that one. And I want to exactly. also, I want to as well. Dan Kroll, my homie, Dan Kroll, Soap Central. Mm. Walt Willie. Walt Willie's gonna be on his show this Friday. Go to voiceamerica.com. Find Soap Central Live. You will be talking to Walt Willie, who plays Jackson Montgomery on All My Children. Mm. So make sure you guys tune into that. It's at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific time this Friday. Right. That should be interesting. I think that will be interesting. I want to find out what he has to say, especially about the fact that he hasn't been seen in how long now? Well, he's been on, well, right, but he's back on the canvas now, and he's back with Erica. Well, not back yet with Erica, but they're working towards that again, so... They're hoping that it's their time now, you know. So we'll see what happens with that. But I don't um, really, really, I don't really want to get. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, yeah. every time I think about my children, it just makes me want to vomit. Especially with the Greenlee and oh, David please. thing. Disgusting. I know. I know. Disgusting. She told him she loved them, and then he told her. He said, "Don't say you love me unless you actually mean it," or some crap like that. And it's like, really. He used to be her brother-in-law, brother. They used to talk to each other like brother and sister. It's not really just annoying more than anything. But anyway, um, yes. you're getting ready to start, James Scott? I am. I am. I know. Okay. Yes, they are. And I'm going to sign off, though, because I have to go and get ready for my 9 o'clock with Stephen Martinez from The Vampire Diaries. Yes. That is going to be so, 9 o'clock. On yes, 9 o'clock. Um, on Star Dish Radio. Uh, I'm gonna, if you don't mind, I'm going to put my show in the chat room. Go ahead. Go right and ahead. This way. And tomorrow, tomorrow, David Canary for Star Dish's second anniversary. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. And we're going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to be right back, and we're going to start up. James Scott, just for you. All you guys. All right, Navelle, I will speak to you later then. Are you going to call in later for Stephen Martinez? I will be there. I will be okay. there with Belvon. All right. All right. See you later then. See you in about 40 something minutes. Yep. And we are going to be right back. James Scott, stay tuned. All right. You are now listening to Buzz Radio. Yo, 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 yo. This is Blake Lewis. You're listening to Buzz Right, 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 right. Buzz, buzz, what, what were they? What were they? Radio. 
Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. All right. Uh, we are back with, we're back hopefully with uh, James Scott. Sorry about that little mishap earlier. Oh, yeah, actually, June, let me get James on the line. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, oh. June. Hi. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay. Okay, James, you're on with Navelle. Hey, Navelle. Sorry about that. Hey, that's all right. We're all good. We're all square now. Everything's all situated, I uh, hope. If you want to ask me that question again, feed it in from that. Okay. Uh, when we last left off, everybody, um, I was asking, uh, back a few years ago, everybody was up in arms about the whole did EJ rape or make love to Sammy, and we pretty much were getting uh, James's answer in regard to that. Uh, you were basically saying how you know you're, you're pretty much over it. The character's over it. You're you're pretty much over it. Well, I mean, it's it's referenced every now and again, but EJ and Sammy, you know, as far as you know, as far as um, it's written, they mm-hmm. have moved on. They have moved on from that. Um, yes. And so it's something that it's one of those things that it's a question that keeps coming up and up and up. And, um, you know, I think it's a valid question, but the answer, which is evident from the way the story is written, is these two have moved on from it. Um, yeah. And uh, I um, I understand some people's frustration and feeling that it wasn't told the way they would like it to be, or aspects of the story weren't represented the way they would have liked it to be represented, but uh, mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. Yeah. That's pretty, much, that's pretty much where... Yeah, it's, ahead, not something that, it's not something that, you know, it's not something that uh, I don't think is, I think it's recognized, the characters recognize it, but I feel that the characters have reached a point where they've gone past it, and therefore it's not something that we really reference on, on a day-to-day. Although fans do talk about it still, you know, I think that they still feel, some people feel that it wasn't, uh, the story wasn't handled the way they would like it to have been handled, but that's, you know, I just say the role, the lines that are on the page, and the writers made that choice, not me. It is what it is, and, you know, the fans can accept that they should just move on with it and go ahead. If they, you guys can, why can't they kind of thing? Well, we didn't have a choice because the writers, I mean, honest, to be honest with you, uh, the writers actually didn't want to deal with it at all, and Allison and I have put it uh, on the page if, we've, if we can and have, have played the subtext of it to a much greater degree than was ever intended by the writers in an attempt to rationalize uh, you know, have these two people move forward from this point. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's hard to keep, you know, going back to it when they seem to have settled with it. Exactly, exactly. Where where would you like to see uh, EJ go as far as uh, the character, Lolo himself, uh, or, or as well as with EJ and, and, and Samantha? Well, um, you know, I feel that the relationship that EJ has with Samantha um he hasn't had a relationship like that, um, and so until a relationship comes along that is larger than that, that is certainly the biggest uh, relationship in EJ's life, and so it's a big focus for him. And certainly going forward, it's something that he's trying to rebuild. Um, so, uh, you know, I would and I would like to see. I mean, it's difficult because I've always said that I'd really like to explore a relationship with that because I really enjoy working with Alison Sweeney, and uh, it always seems to be the case that we can. Yeah, we almost get uh, forward, and then we take a couple of steps back, and certainly him uh, kidnapping uh, Sydney is an example of that. So I'm not quite sure mm-hmm. where it'll go. But um, I like where the character is at the moment. You know, he's kind of playing yeah. in between the rails a little bit, and I think that's fun. That's good. 
And uh, did we did we ever really see like a, a backstory as far as Egypt was concerned? I mean, we, we you know pretty much who he was when he came onto the scene, as well as who he is now. But did we really see much of like a little bit behind the man that is EJ once uh, even even to this day, even from back then to now? What do you think? Do, do we get would you like them to? Would they? Would you like them to explore more of what makes EJ who he is right now? Well, I think they do. I think you you get you you know you only need to look to his father to see who he is. I mean, he's his mm-hmm. father's son, and that's something that he wrestles with um, a lot. I mean, he seems to be a lot like his father in many ways, but he does have, despite some of the things he does, he does bring. Um, uh, he has regret for the things he does and some of the choices he makes that. Uh, um, uh, that are, you know, the bad guy choices. They're harder for him to make than they would be for his father. So there's, there's a certain uh, uh, degree of humanity there that uh, is present with EJ. Yes. The other thing I also did want to mention, which I uh, did see from last night, uh, I, I also wanted to make sure I put this out there for all the fans out there. Uh, last night, I did hear that you guys did a nice little celebration in regards to Francis Reed. Uh, and uh, it was, it's very, it's still very difficult for me to get past it because, you know, I've, been, I've watched her for several years now and, you know, we all loved her as a, as a Alice Horton. And, uh, you know, what, what was it like working with, with, with her when, whenever you had, if you had the chance to work with her, you had the chance to see her, what was it like? Well, I didn't, being, I didn't really have much opportunity to work through at all, actually. Um, really? Yeah, I know if you if you go back, you'll never see a scene with DJ and Alice. Um, there was uh, no, yeah. no time where we ever on the That's same true. stage as each other. Um, but you know, I, I I understand her importance to the show. Um, um, you know, I, because it's um, you know she's she's kind of like the show in many ways. Um, she was she mm-hmm. put the ball rolling, and uh, even though my character may not have worked with her, I certainly understand how incredibly important and loved she was by so many people and um, yeah. it was uh, very sad to hear that she had passed it's really, it's really amazing how everybody even from the past show that I was hearing about has come to uh, celebrate her life as well as all the many years she's been on the show so I just wanted to make sure I paid, paid my condolences to her as well in, in, the, in this program with you as well so well thank you right. I've on to be gone Absolutely, I really do appreciate that, and I hope I hope that they keep EJ the way he is as of right now because it just he just has so many so many sides that I still don't think we have seen yet uh, to this day. And you've done a fantastic job on the show. I, I have to be honest, I, like I, when I when I first saw you on the show, I was like comparing from Ethan Cambius to EJ Wells, EJ Demera. I, I I was like, wow, this guy can be intimidating. He, he didn't have that with that last character. No, so many, was, so uh, many shades of gray. Yeah, Ethan was a very different kind of guy. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it's you know I I like playing Ethan. Um, I think I prefer playing EJ. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a little more going on there. You know, Ethan was yeah. a little bit. Uh, what would the expression would be? He was a little bit um, green, <laughs> you know. He was always a little bit, always he was always a little bit out of his depth. Yeah. Um, which was an interesting. It was interesting to play somebody from that perspective. Um, but he, you know, 
didn't really seem to be in control of what was going on around him for the most part, maybe up until towards the end. Um, towards the end, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a very different character, but you know, you just you can only play what's on the page. That was who Eden was. Yeah. How how was how was EJ the role of EJ presented to you when uh, when this, when you went ahead into the the audition for this part? Like, how was it presented to you? Was it presented the way that we were seeing him when you were first brought on, or was it presented to you very much differently? You were maybe going to play like a clean cut guy, or was it actually presented uh, you were going to play this kind of character? Um, you know, very little is kind of presented when you go in for those sort of. Uh, when you when you when you, you, know, you first come on, and um, I went. Usually, you go through an audition process, and then you go to a producer session, then you go through a network test. And I went straight into a network test, so I was just given some pages, and you know, that was it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand anything about the character, and they weren't giving too much away. I mean, they said the normal kind of things like he's young and he's charming and he's a bit of a bad boy, and they gave you a little insight into his character, but really not a huge amount. Um, because they didn't, you know, the problem is when they put out the breakdowns and they say who they're looking for, what's happened mm-hmm. is that uh, some people who are fans of the show are able to get their hands on these things, and so they will uh, they will put out on the internet or whatever else that, that the show is looking for one character or another, and oftentimes the show does not want that information to get out, so they will actually um, make it look like they're looking for somebody different so that... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, nobody can find out who this person is going to be. Right. There it goes. There it goes. And how often? How many shows are you filming today? Uh, actually, because I believe you're dark next next week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of depends. I mean, we um, we're actually dark. I think 13 weeks this year. So, I let me think about that for a second. I shoot as many as three shows in a day, but not that often. Usually, I shoot one or two. One or two, and some days they don't work at all. So it varies. I think it's probably average shoot about four. If you average it out, it's about four shows a week, um, including the time that we get off. So I sometimes I shoot, shoot, you know, six or seven shows in a week, but that's not too often. Okay, very good then, sir. And in spite of everything that uh, happened throughout the phone calls, the drop calls, and all that stuff, trying to get you here, we got you back. I do appreciate the time that you did spend with me this afternoon. Uh, Hope you have a nice uh, week off. Thank you. And uh, we'd love to have you back on again. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'd love to be back on again. So Door is always open. When something exciting happens, give me a call and we'll talk about it. Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Take care. James Scott, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this interview that we did last week. And again, like you just heard, uh, he does want to come back. A little tidbit of what was said in the two-minute audio that was missed before this. Uh, we did ask him about what were his intentions on the kidnapping of Sydney, And uh, James did mention to us that... Uh, the re- you know, it was pretty much because, you know, he felt he was so betrayed by uh, Sammy and Nicole, and he wanted to, uh, in, in some way, shape, or form, he wanted to punish them for the fact that he was betrayed, that he wasn't told that this, babe, this child was his. He was he was thinking that this child was dead, and, you know, this was, this was his way. And But in the midst of while he was doing that, he realized what he was doing to Sammy, uh, of course, of... Uh, 
of course, I, I have to I have to correct myself. Samantha. I'm sorry. Samantha. What he was doing to Samantha and he in the midst of that he did the right thing and wanted to return the child uh to to the mother. And uh yes, of course, and Stefano, I cannot forget Stefano. But uh he did mention that and I also posed the question does EJ really loves Sammy in spite of what he has done to her. And what do you think he said? Yes, what do you think he said? What was his answer to this question? Do you think EJ loves Samantha? I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are able to understand uh, know the answer to this question. So I pretty much don't have to tell you yes or no. You pretty much have that all down, Pat, but uh, indeed, yes, he did say that EJ, in, in his heart, he does love Samantha, and even though in spite of what has happened, <laughs> in spite of what has happened, he still, he loves her unconditionally, like um, Avelina just said in the chat room, he does love her, so, yes, all you EJ and Sammy fans, yes, he did admit that he is in love with Samantha, and that is it in a matter of <laughs> a matter of this interview right here. I, I am so thrilled that you guys did come out and did listen to this interview. Like like we said, we will have him back on, especially when another storyline breaks out, another big storyline breaks out. Of course, we will have him back. We will get, definitely get him back here. And um, if I do decide to go, and it's a very strong possibility that it actually is going to turn into a yes, that I will be in California for the day's uh, fundraising event that's supposed to take place on June the 5th, if I'm not mistaken, right? June 5th. Um, I probably will have a chance to talk to him and do a little, maybe a little video interview during this event. So cross your fingers. I'm not saying yes, I'm not saying no. Um, I have a strong maybe, strong maybe that this is going to go down. So... Stay tuned for that. I'll have more information for that as uh, time progresses. But for those of you who are General Hospital fans, who are GH fans, who do love the character of Sonny Corinthos, Maurice Bernard did an interview with me back in February. Those that did get to hear it will get to hear it again. And those who did miss it, here's your first chance to listen to this interview. Let's take a gander and listen to what Maurice Bernard had to say. Here it is. Dominic. Somehow, he has this fire that's on the show. He brings it out, out of both of you. And what was, what's it like working with him? And I heard that you read with him during the audition process, and you thought that he was the best Dante to play this part. Well, working I think, uh, you know, there, was so, there were a lot of great actors that came in. I was, I was, it was exciting, you know. Uh, but Dominic... To me, had the animal animal uh, thing inside of him that I felt. You know, everybody everybody liked him, and and we all talked about it. And I felt he had that animal thing that that you need to have as my son. Mm-hmm. And it's proven that uh, it's it's there and it's working. You know, him and I, when we work, it's like uh, it's so easy. Yeah. Because you know we challenge each other, and he you know it's it's great. It's fantastic. What can, if you can say, what can we expect more from this storyline? We already had the confrontation. Um, Dante was already 
revealed that well, he... Well, you know, what's, <clears throat> during, uh, what's been airing this week, it's funny, I was sick as a dog. <laughs> I can and hear it a little bit, yeah. You could, and, and it worked for what was going on, you know, but uh, I know that, and I don't remember because I was so sick, but next week, the week after, is some great, great stuff. If you think you've seen something now... What's I mean, although the Friday show, you know, the big show where I shoot him was fantastic. I mean, you, I don't know if you could top that as far as just the drama of it, but the yeah. acting and the writing for the next couple of weeks to months is unreal. And I don't, I don't even know what goes on after it, but I hear it still goes on for is great stuff for a while. A lot of repercussions coming from this. Yeah, yeah. Especially myself, besides being a host, but watching this as a fan of the show, I'm watching it, and Sonny's one of my favorite characters. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sugarcoating it. I love Sonny to death. I really do. And watching it deal with his, can I say demons? I guess that's the right word. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's good. Uh, dealing with the fact that he just shot his own son, not to mention the fact he didn't know that this was his son, kept from him for so long. Yeah. And now he's dealing with the fact that he did shoot his family, a part of his family, which is something that Sonny would never want to do. He loves his family to death. So I think that's really one of the one of the major key elements of this storyline that I'm alluding is to see how Sonny is going to cope and deal with this afterwards. I think that's part of the storyline that makes it so great. Yeah, um, uh, everything you said was so right on. I mean, the fact that uh, he's dealing with his kids is so great. Because you he you really see him having to really be uncomfortable and deal. Because when kids talk, you have to listen. You can't you know mm-hmm. let that go. I mean, if it's just adults, he's had that in the past. You know, you're bad. Right. You're bad. And you shouldn't have done that. But with the kids, it's uh, it's amazing to to uh, to play because it's not easy. And all my kids are wonderful. And that's yeah. a another thing about what's happening as far as my opinion. You just, what, with me and my kids and, and with Lisa as the mother of Dante, you believe, you believe it, physically, right. acting-wise, and that's important because if, if you kind of don't believe it, it's just a, it just becomes what a soap is, right? Right. But right now, you're believing it all, and it's like, wow, it's almost like watching a great movie, you know? And I have to say one more thing, this is, has nothing to do with anything. But your voice reminds me of my best friend, <laughs> who, who who just died, passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. And it's 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 it's, 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 it's oh man, it's weird. Anyway, go ahead. I hope that's good. <laughs> oh, it's it's good, but it's also uh, yeah, it's sad to me. You know, it's, it's totally weird. understandable. Yeah. Totally understandable. Anyway, and. Uh, when with this storyline, uh, and this is this is something that's in my head. I don't know if this is going to happen but again. This is the fan of me speaking, but I would love it if, besides the fact that he has to cope with this by himself, at least has somebody by his side. And I'm I'm going the lengths of like Carly, maybe, if not Olivia, I, more or less Carly by his side, because I think something like this should bring forth like a past love that Sonny has had to... Yeah, you know, um, I definitely, I completely 
and I, I like what you're saying. I mean, you're 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 right on, and I could tell you, you're into the you're you're somebody who watches the show and whatnot, which is great for me because sometimes you get people who don't they just ask the same questions. <laughs> uh, I agree with you, and I think uh, there's going to be a little of Carly, a little of Olivia, and there may be a possibility of of you know you never know who's coming down the line. I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? So. Um, you know that that's also a possibility, but it, it you know it's always. But you know what's beautiful? What they're doing, writing wise, they're having a lot of people like Robin come in, Carly, Olivia and I are fighting a lot, but uh, Jason, uh, Michael, who who I can kind of bounce off of, right? And you see that part of it, but I do definitely agree, and I think the fans want a romantic love. You know, it's been it's been I don't know since Kate. That he's had, and that's a long, that's a while now since he's had a romantic love, you know. Exactly, exactly. I still feel Brenda's the love of Sonny's life, but <laughs> I do. I feel Brenda is the love of Sonny's life. I grew up with them. <clears throat> Come on, I. Yeah, that was me. That's just me. That's just my two cents I'm throwing out there. <laughs> I'm allowed. I think. I think I'm allowed. But yeah, here's the hope then, maybe. Yeah, but here's, here's the whole thing. Tell us about this contest that you got going on. I saw this the other day, and I was, like, looking at it, and I said, that's pretty tight that you're doing this this whole entire month. Tell yeah, us a little you know, more. it's my wife's idea, and I definitely agreed. It, it, uh, my wife can come up with some great things. And, and, you know, look, it's not about anything. I'm not doing it for money or anything like that, to, but I'm just doing it for the love of the story. And I'm yeah. also doing it because I haven't uh, done appearances in a long time because uh, I'm, you know, I haven't flown since uh, seven years ago or whatever. But uh, so it's a chance, to, it's a good chance for me to talk to the fans and and see what they think and and uh, you know we look, you know, soaps are uh, as people are saying, are kind of uh, it's a dying breed somewhere. A dying breed. But you know what? We keep doing what we're doing right now. I can't imagine people not wanting to watch. Yeah. So, you know. I heard that a lot, especially with the storyline. The biggest thing, the biggest compliments I've heard, the words exactly was, General Hospital, what happened in General Hospital? It's on fire. Yeah. That was it. That's it. It is on fire. And, you know, the the more people talk, the more, I mean, I'm hearing the ratings are showing that. And that's what we need because, uh, and we got to continue it all year round. I mean, I know it's tough. <laughs> yes. But yes. if you can, if you can, maybe not match this story, but do, you know, you know, at at seventy five percent, seventy percent, people will keep going. The problem is with soaps is you do these stories and then all of a sudden it dies, 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 and then people stop. And so you really have to continue. I know it's difficult, but it but it has to be done. It gets stale after a while, and that's yeah. what happens when people start tuning out. They're not interested. They're not invested anymore. Right. But right and now, I mean, I watched yesterday's show, and I can't imagine somebody tuning in not wanting to know what happens Monday. Exactly. I mean, it's just amazing to me. It just it just went uphill. Besides your story, uh, Jonathan Jackson, whom I'm, yeah. I'm so happy he's back on the show. No offense right. to Greg. I love Greg, but Jonathan Jackson brought something to Lucky again that he's played years ago. Yeah. That started uphill, and then it then your story hit, and then it just went uphill some more, and it's just it's just continuing on that stretch. 
it, I think, it, I think it, what's happening is everybody is stepping up, and and the writing is getting even better because I think that, like I said before, the point of view when, when you when you when you're acting and your point of view is strong, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna bring it because if you don't bring it, you get sucked in. So you know because the other person has a, a strong point of view. Right. And if you're not bringing it, you're gonna you know you're gonna get eaten up. They're gonna they're gonna lose quickly to it. They're gonna lose quickly to what's going on on the screen. Actor, if you're not you're, bringing you're, you're, when you when two people have two strong points of view, you better you better step up. Yeah. And if you don't, there we go. Yeah, I remember you saying that to Vanessa Marcel when she first started working with you. You said that if you work with me, you got to go to acting class. Well, I remember that quote. I remember that. <laughs> I thought that was so killer. I thought that well, was genius. She, she actually said, but I did not say. She said that I told her she sucked, and but that wasn't true uh, at all. It wasn't true. What I said to her was, "Look, you know, how good do we want to be here?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, you know, we can keep doing this kind of dance. That's kind of ba ba ba. But if you we want to we want to take it to the, the, the levels of greatness, we got to really work hard." I said, "You know." Let me show you what I a bit of what I do, and she said, <clears throat> "I'd love it with, with excitement." Yeah. And we and, and it was great. She's so she was so receptive, and learned and and you know she was one who wanted to be better, and it was fantastic. Absolutely. I gotta ask you this too before we wrap it up. Are you submitting yourself for the actor this year? Well, you know, Paula, you know that was for last for last year. Paul, Paul and my wife did it, you know, again, mm-hmm. which is great. It was fine, you know. I mean, uh, I'm into it, you know, as much as I can be, and it's all good. I mean, I, I'm I'm having as much. To me, winning Emmys and not winning Emmys, right now, this is, like, better than any Emmy. Just doing, watching everybody do the the work they're doing on this show and me being able to come in and, and just do what I do, and it's it's just it's, it makes you want it makes you proud, right? It does. Yeah. Keeps you wanting to do more. That's yeah. it. That is how it rolls. And also, you guys, if you want to get if you want to enter this this contest that he is doing, he's doing it for the whole month of February. Log on to MaurinceBernard.tv. Uh, click on the image. Just put in there your name, email, phone number. Short little note. He picks one person a day for this entire month. Catch him at Sonny Corrientes on ABC, weeknights on SoapNet. Again, a pleasure, sir, to have you here. Doors always open, of course. I always invite everybody back if they would like to, and I open open that door to you. So. I appreciate the great question. Absolutely. You take care now. We'll keep on watching you, all right? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, that was our Maurice Bernard interview that we did back in February. I want to thank everybody again for tuning into the show tonight. I want to thank James Scott for taking the time out with us, um, doing this interview with us last week, recording it, and having you guys being having the chance to hear this show for the first time tonight. Uh, all of our shows are archived on the site. So if you did miss this live, you'll have a chance to download it again. Or if you just want to hear it again, you'll be able to download it again at any time you want as many times as you want. Unlimited downloads all the time. Just come back here on the site at www.blogtalkradio.com slash buzzworthyradio or on our official website at buzzworthyradio.net 
or you can find all of our shows on iTunes. I never mentioned that a lot in this program, but I'm mentioning it now. You can find a lot of our show, all of our shows on iTunes. Download, download off of iTunes. Just search for Buzzworthy Radio. All of our shows are there. We're going to be back on next Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, with Tiffany. Remember from the 80s, the girl that sang in the mall? I think we're alone now. Yes. We're going to be having her on next week. So I want you guys to make sure you tune in for that. And we're definitely going to be working on some more shows for you as well. So we'll definitely keep you posted. Follow us on Twitter at Buzzworthy Radio. Join our Facebook fan page at Buzzworthy Radio. And if you have any other suggestions or submissions that you would like to see on the show, send us an email. Drop us a line at navlee at buzzworthyradio.net. For now, I'm Navelle J. Lee signing off, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, everybody, this is John Driscoll from Young and the Restless, the new Philip Chancellor the Fourth. You are listening to Buzzworthy Radio right now with Navelle. Stay tuned for what's coming up, what's happening, what's going on, and what will be coming up, what drama to be expected on your favorite soaps. Listen in. Hi, this is Dr. Blockstein, and you're listening to Buzzworthy Radio on Blah. What? No, I, I can't do it like he does it. I, I just can't. Yeah. All right, I'll try. <coughs> it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy. <coughs> God, that hurts my voice. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.